0: Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer and broadcaster. And between 2000 and 2007, I freelanced for the Sunday Independent, Ireland's biggest-selling newspaper at the time. But frankly speaking, I was no fan of the newspaper in its most recent incarnation, because I felt it too often went for the lowest common denominator, specifically in terms of sex and sensationalism and shallow living. And so, I was delighted when, during my negotiations with its deputy editor Anne Harris, She said she wanted me to do much the same Joe Jackson interview I'd been doing for a decade with the Irish Times. And we agreed that I should track down in particular people who'd gone through dark periods and not only survived, but in some cases had epiphanies, which ideally might help to illuminate the lives of our readers. As it transpired, I'd always been thus inclined when it came to the telling of stories. I also felt that during the so-called Celtic Tiger era in Ireland, it might help if I reminded readers now and again that there's more to life than the quest for material acquisition, such as spiritual growth, for example. Yeah, I know, all of this may sound precious and stupid and po-faced, but, to quote Elvis, baby, I don't care. Either way, what follows is one of those interviews. And by the way, in mid-2020... As the world slid deeper into the shadow of the growing COVID-19 pandemic, I put together the best of these interviews in an e-book called From Darkness to Light. It's available from all e-book outlets and some of my articles are on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.
1: So they sent me off to sporting school to repeat my pre-leaving certain years. So I arrived at the school and in the Christmas exams, I did fantastic. I did. I came fifth out of 84, which is really good, you know, At Easter, just before Easter, I discovered this religious thing. Went over there for Easter, came back, and from Easter to the summer holidays, I one of the things we did, I set up this magazine, and um, I boycotted the summer exams. Um, My idea was I was going to leave school, and I was going to the line. I was was going to set up all these organisations to help the world. Okay, Okay. so I had a big party. Are you not positive? I'm positive. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> Don't have his money, right? Don't have his money. No, I. Uh, so I, I. That was the idea. So we set up this magazine, and I was going out with a girl at the time, and it was the spring into summer. Right. Uh-huh. It was fantastic. I came back. I was in Banasthaws. At uh, the grounds of the boarding school were fantastic. The whole the line I used, the whole place was humming with power. It was it was brilliant, and I, my hair was long and curly, and it was just everything was fantastic. And I was leaving school, and I felt I felt righteous. Okay. So I didn't do didn't bother with my exams. Okay had a big party for me and a big huge cake and good luck Tommy on your walk of life from all these girls down the local convent, it was fantastic. And then during the summer I'd, I'd hitch up to Ballinslow to see this girl and we, there's an abandoned um, railway sleeper, not a railway sleeper, a, a uh, container. Oh okay. And just a big kind of yeah. in the in a field and we stayed there, it was just it was fantastic. Then my report card came home, I hadn't told my parents yet that I was leaving the school, my report card comes home. And zero and everything, just like it had been 12 months previous and my parents after to that out to so a big fucking conniption. So my dad says to me, what do you want to do? And I said to him, I want to leave school and I want to set up all these organizations to help the world. And he said, okay. And I chickened out. All right, okay. I said, maybe I, I'm not sure, I don't know. Did you say no immediately or did you repeat it for a while? I can't remember, but that's what did he- Did he know you were gonna say? Maybe, he's a good poker I mean? player. My to story say, Tom, you're a martyr without a cause. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. A rebel without a pause. So, uh, so the onset of winter, autumn in Balmeslough, back to the school, slightly less uh, yeah. noble than when I'd left. Yeah. I'm coming back. I thought you were leaving. No, I'm back. Teachers, why are you doing back here? I thought you were Because I'd done so badly on my exams, I had to go uh, to be re-interviewed by the president of the school, who's now the head of Trocra, um, John Kirby. OK. Um, to see if I could, if he'd me back into the school. There was, I was pally with another guy, um, a good friend of mine called Mark Byrne as well at the time. And the, we were kind of a little item together, you know, as one of those kind of very close friendships that you have as a teenager. And the two of us, we went out to Ireland together and we were supposed to leave school together. So he... You just it, went over not at all, no. Okay. We, 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 people thought we were, but no, we're not. We we're just, we're just, we're just formed this really, really strong. You do assume
0: that at a time, don't you? Yeah, they? It but
1: just, yeah. it was just a fantastic bond between the two of us. Uh, he left the school, and he actually just, just re enrolled in another school in Dublin, and, and, and that was that. So, in order for me to come back into the, into the boarding school, the president said to me that um, if it wasn't for you, Mark Byrne would still be here in the school. And the reason he left is because oh. of you we're only allowing you back onto the, into the school on probation and one of the you're on probation until Christmas and one of the, the two things you have to do one is you have to excel at your studies again and the second thing you have to do is you are not allowed to talk and this is, it sounds daft when you say it to a teenager it sounds important but listen to it as the adult it sounds ridiculous it says you're not allowed to talk to any of the other students about religion or about uh, politics or anything like that you have to stay well clear of that just those subjects. Yeah, because I think he thought that I'd.
0: You'd already taken. You were going to be a
1: propagandist or something. Something, or something. like that, and, and yeah. because of the magazine as well. Yeah. That yeah. I kind of put together, and I was the editor of it and stuff like that. So that was part of the deal. Uh, and that I would say October, and November of that year. That's when myself and the girls put up. So it's a combination right. of the kind of the wings being gone from everything. I was. I was. The previous six months earlier, I, yeah. I was on the upward journey of this magnificent flight. The weather was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I liked my hair. Yeah. Everything was good, you know. And I came back and everything just collapsed. the this, As part of the religious thing, I started, um, there's a society in the school called St. Vincent de Paul. And I took it upon myself to visit the local, this big psychiatric hospital in Banasloe, and I took it upon myself to visit uh, a ward in the psychiatric hospital. And I used to go out there two or three days a week after school. On my, and when I think about it now, they shouldn't have let me. Um, to visit this ward of long-term psychiatric patients. And I would just sit there for maybe 45 minutes to an hour, three or four days a week, with men who were so, severely depressed and medicated people. And all these things just started having a... And that's when that's when the kind of the Russian penitent monk appeared. All right. he'd, he'd definitely been Gandhi Mike Scott before, but now he'd kind of changed into this bearded, dour creature. And things got worse and worse and, and more serious, and the weather was terrible, and it was always raining. and The girls started going out with another fella who was in my, in my school as well, and it was just everywhere. I was just being hounded wherever I went by And had you been telling
0: her about this monk, would you have shared that with
1: her? Or the Russian... Yeah, would you have known about all the shadows that were creeping in around you? No, no,
0: no. Why didn't you talk with a girlfriend at that level in those then? Was that just not... I I started
1: going to a counsellor I asked. I can't remember how I did it, but there was a a, a social worker in the. This town. is after
0: that set of circumstances. Yeah, this is in the winter now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I started.
1: I started seeing this social worker in the town, a man and I. I remember sitting in there and not being tell, being able to tell him about. It, it was like the the weird thing was I. It was a way of just punishing myself, you know. Of of, it was a, what I'd done is I this. Uh, I had found a way to attack myself without knowing how to defeat it, All right. right? So I was constantly being, being attacked and stuff like that. And anyway, so it was like that for about, I'd say, it was funny, probably until the following spring. How long did you go to him for? Not for, I went to him about four or five times. That was and actually.
0: did it help after? Did, it, did yeah.
1: it help? No, it didn't, no. All
0: right, OK. I mean, he was at... He just listened
1: then and let you... He was, know. he was... Uh, he may have been at sea as well, you know, I don't really, I was in English class, uh, okay. coming up to the spring again, and read this poem by George Herbert called The Collar. Right. And it started off with, the first line was, I struck the board and cried no more, I will abroad. Oh, yeah. And as soon as I read that, I said, fuck it, that's it, it's gone. All the stuff that you were carrying around? All the religious stuff said, I'm not, that doesn't interest me anymore. So I left it, and i it say... A
0: single line of a poem could galvanise yeah. you that way?
1: Absolutely. Right, OK. And I've, read it, I've read it loads of times before. All right. Uh, right. And I just, I clicked into it and I said, that's it, I'm not doing it. And it probably took about another, it probably took another year for to to go completely. And in, in, in a way, it probably hasn't gone entirely, Yeah. Uh, but the severity of it uh, started weakening. As soon as that sentence hit me, I said, that's it, I don't, I don't have to do this. All right. Uh, did the girlfriend leave or did she come back? Oh no, she was, no, that was, she went that, was that was, that was, uh, that was another country. Was it? Yeah, she was. She was. uh, Yeah. But did you
0: become an attractive option to women then, or were they afraid? Were they kind of keeping their distance because of either what they'd heard, the involvement in the religious stuff, or that you were just.
1: Whatever. A friend of mine has this, has this great line He says, the only type of women who are interested in a man with no prospects is a woman with no prospects.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But right, we're not going so, to talk about it, but you did get involved with a woman at that point, and that lasted a decade,
1: didn't it? Uh, well, the, the shortly Around afterwards, that time, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, you, and you, had, you became a daddy yeah. within a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, you know, you did not engage with the female of the species, or you did not not believe in life enough to go have a child.
1: Well, it wasn't much. That I didn't believe that there's no belief in life or anything like that. You know, I think there's a sometimes there's a bigger wisdom inside in us than we're aware of, and we do things and create situations uh, that we only really see the wisdom of uh, afterwards. You know, um, right. and uh, but did I read somewhere that that you were overwhelmed by becoming a daddy,
0: yeah. and you saw therapy again? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Well, I was 24 when I became a dad. By that,
0: that step, but in those years between 16 and 24, was, had, by we'd say a year after saying, oh, no more. Yeah. Did it all go, and did you have a kind of, were you as happy as you had been on the spring riding no. in that year? No, 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 definitely
1: not, no. Probably didn't find that again till I was... Uh, I don't know, I think maybe, that's sounding too odd about there was probably a uh, a shadow created there and then that that the winter of uh, 1986 this the, is
0: the shadow of the 16th here yeah the, 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 uh, sh- the even though you said I'm rid of this I'm rid of
1: this it's gone uh, no I tried to get rid of was the kind of okay the Catholic aspect to it I said I am not I am not going to read any more of these books mm. I am not going to try and be this I am not going I said I'm going to stop but the shadow had been born yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that's all but how did there. it
0: manifest itself in you were you were you guilt written? Were you kind of? Were you I went to, of played with questions and stuff, No, and everything. I
1: went to uh, when I, I left school and I moved down to Cork, and I started to work with the Simon Community down there okay. as a part time worker. And I went for an interview to be uh, a full time worker. What they said to me halfway through the interview, and I was just was a you should, be what? you should be calling us. You should be calling us What they said to me was um, halfway to the interview they go. Uh... Now it wasn't so much. It was much to do with oh, the geography of where I was, because. They were sitting against a window, and the sun was shining down on me like oh, right. this. And I just—it was my birthday. And I just got my ear pierced, and I wasn't feeling a <laughs> fucking <wild. laughs> What an excuse for the photography, right? <laughs> and they said, um, "Do you suffer from depression yourself, Tommy?" And as soon as you said that, I hadn't got the job. Um, and what did you say? I can't remember, but, but I, did you? You did, didn't you? I,
0: I, you, I, suffered from, you suffered from shadows, whatever your name. Sh- you want
1: shadow, to think, yeah. But I think every—you yeah. know.
0: I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in. It's certainly a condition of, of late teens, yeah. And and the, and the this tunnel you refer to for your son, yeah. Of going through the. It's a tunnel of adolescence, and oh. the tunnel of how do I fucking change from a young boy into a man, and into a man also who is in a relationship and becomes a father. Yeah. We're not always equipped at twenty four for those roles. No, we're not. You smart.
1: know, for
0: the demands of of growing up
1: that quickly. Well, you don't grow up so, that quickly. So did you? What did you answer? Did you say yes? I do. Can't remember what I said, but I, 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 because it, my own response wasn't as interesting to me as the question. Okay, and then
0: they gave you the the card with Is the that, number on it. And said call us.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> every time. Talk about a job application going. On, you know but what you still obviously were driven by those urges i mean at that stage you were not looking to performing you were still looking to be in an altruistic um, serving the community piece social worker psychiatrist that's but never the you didn't seriously consider no
1: priest, i did yeah, did yeah i did i went to their dentists and i um uh, I had the head of their dentist to visit my parents. Um, I went on a weekend retreat with them uh, and stuff like that when I was. This is what, after I left school and everything. So they were. I was. I was gearing up to join them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the, but the reason I didn't join them was because I didn't do well enough in my leaving search, and they oh, needed. Okay. They needed people who were able. To, they, a priest needed to be able to get into college. Oh yeah. Okay. To study theology, and my my leaving search results wouldn't have uh, qualified me for that. So. Did they that was
0: did that disappoint
1: you. I can't. I, you know, you're eighteen, and you're. Yeah. A thing inhabits you intensely. Huh. Six weeks, two months, and then. We well, see. There you're saying that from sixteen to seven,
0: within a year, goodbye. I'll rid myself of all this. But within another year, you're okay. still. You know what I mean? You're still yeah. saying, "I'm even. I'm, I'm. not only back, but I may go and become a priest." Probably, that right.
1: declaration was probably just a a, a momentary uh, volcano. It was abrupt. Then. Zit, no more. Uh At 18 a.m. No, this is I was 17 when I wrote... All
0: right, so when you didn't get the priesthood or you didn't go for that, and you realised you couldn't go for that, how do you... Because I always ask, you know, when a boxer is a boxer for years, and then they stop, how do they discharge the energy? And it's the same with, to me, a religious calling. I, I sat down with Christian Brothers and went, the yeah. whole thing, for going for a priesthood, but my dad just laughed at the aspirations. I fucked golf out play play. Yeah. When I told him, and you're only fucking on 16, you go, he must be right or wrong. Yeah. So that was the end of that. But I, something of it lingers. I mean, in the job I do, yeah. interviewing people, yeah. there's some kind of something... Yeah. pushing through you, you know, to get real communication, real connection. So how did you discharge it then at Alien? Did you suspend it on and focus on the family?
1: I hooked up with some people in Galway, uh, and I lived there and I was signing on. All right. Uh, and I just did that for about three years, three, four years. Did what? what Nothing. I played snooker all day. Did you? I up in the. i up at 11 o'clock in the morning, 11 or 12. Uh, went to a snooker hall, played there from 2 till 7. Uh, For three years? Yeah, at least, at least three years. Okay. Uh,
0: and what kind of three years was that, that was fantastic. You were-
1: It fantastic, it was, because I was living with students as well, and other people who oh, yeah, were on yeah. the job. Yeah. Um, so it was a community of- It was nothing, it was nothing. No it, prospects. It, it's fantastic. Community but Gora, Gora, is a city that can tolerate that. Oh yeah, it Used yeah, to be yeah. anyway. You yeah. know, Gora was yeah. the kind of thing where everybody I knew had signed on, or was signing on, or was about to sign on. I was 20, just gone 20, and I was long-term unemployed. Because you be on the door for 18 months, that was it. you have come long time yeah. unemployed. Um, and it was just... And it didn't eat at you, it didn't erode you, you didn't no. kind of think,
0: where the fuck am I going with this? No. You're...
1: No, it right. didn't. Um, yeah. Every now and again. All right. But you know, it, it, there were great, great days. Group was living together, very little money. Any extra money I had was gone on snooker.
0: So when did you grow up and out of that? When did you decide, when you became a parent? I have Probably, a
1: concert, yeah. A and what am I going to do? Because
0: you can't be playing pool all day if you've
1: got no. a kid. No, so what am I going to do? So, yeah. So is that when the reality check That's when in? I started, uh, uh, At 20, yeah. At 23, 24? Yeah. And then I started doing
0: stand-up when I was 26. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. And don't forget, if you want to read a selection of my most inspirational Sunday independent interviews, check out the e-book, From Darkness to Light, or check out the articles on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.